I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out With Your Card Out. stuff that's a little bit more akin to my taste and what I'll listen to outside of this podcast, basically. It's a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more bombastic. Instead, what you're getting might be one of the most on-the-nose soundtracks for the initial idea of Rock Out With Your Card Out, which is Bad Games With Good Music. This week, we're going to go ahead and listen to the Waterworld for Super Nintendo soundtrack. I don't know that I even knew this game really existed until a few months ago. I was listening to an episode of How Did This Get Played, where they covered Waterworld. They brought up the soundtrack and how good it was. Not really believing the whole thing could possibly be as good as they were making it out to be, I went and checked it out. And what do you know, they were right. Uh, Much like Heather Ann Campbell, one of the hosts over there, I ended up going down this rabbit hole of listening to more of the composer's stuff. The composer's name is Dean Evans. Uh, He worked on a lot of Ocean Software published games, which included a lot of other movie adaptations. Other Super Nintendo games he worked on were the adaptations of Hook, Lethal Weapon, and The Flintstones, which was based on the live-action movie, so... Yeah. Anyway, he also did the Jurassic Park 2, The Chaos Continues, soundtrack for the Super Nintendo, Jurassic Park for the Amiga, and Cool World. So, yeah, like I said, it's going to be a little bit of an odd sound, I guess, for this podcast, but it's a really good soundtrack, incredibly well composed, and some really good stuff. Uh, My commentary might be a little bit lighter on this one, just because of the style of music. It is not really my forte, if you will, if I have one. So, uh, without me go ahead and stumbling any further on that, why don't we go ahead and start up with the opening logo. something I would expect to hear in like a massage parlor or someplace that's selling essential oils, not an action game for the Super Nintendo based on the movie Waterworld. I just don't know how this soundtrack happened and that's going to be something I'm probably going to repeat a few times in some form or another throughout this podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to the main menu theme.
almost the same vibe with that last one, but it's got a little bit of a hint of something else going on, like something slightly more sinister. It's a tad ominous, but it's still incredibly chill like a lot of the soundtrack is. And speaking of chill, here's the map theme. This sounds almost like the backing track to some Enya ballad. That weird mournful sound to it really kind of drives that point home for me. Uh, this whole soundtrack is just like perfect to just kind of vibe out and zone out to. I really enjoy this thing and again commentary is a little light on this episode just because not my style of music and I don't feel like I'm qualified to pull it apart nearly as much as I am like Falcom Sound Team stuff. So anyway let's go ahead and let's move on to another laid back thing and that is the mission theme one.
there's a lot of nice laid back percussion throughout this whole thing here and it's just got a lot of good vibes this isn't really what i'm expecting when i'm thinking about the soundtrack to a game based on Waterworld, but this next track is exactly what i would expect from it so let's listen to diving
if you don't get a vibe of a side-scrolling diving section from this, I don't know what else could possibly do that for you. This is one of my favorites on the soundtrack because it just fits the game so well. It's incredibly laid back, and if you notice, it's really long. There's a whole lot of meat on this thing. It's It doesn't loop really quickly. I don't know. It's just one of those things that I was kind of surprised when I actually looked the actual length of the track after I got done listening to it. I was like, oh, wow, this is a few minutes long instead of just a couple here and there. So anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to something with a really different vibe. Here's Atoll.
While I dig the vibe for the whole thing, the little bubble noise every few seconds just really sells this thing. It's definitely got a little bit more of an aggressive sound than everything else we've heard so far, but it still manages to be pretty laid back, which is kind of a juxtaposition of uh, words there. I don't know if that really makes any sense at all, but hey, whatever. That's uh, what I said, and we're just going to stick with that, right? No possible editing or me retaking that and saying that for the ninth time, but um, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to something a little more in line with everything else we've heard so far. Here's Mission Theme 2.
I think out of everything, this one might have my favorite beat to it. It's got a good rhythm and some lightly used percussion. The sound is cool and I really dig the tempo. It's easily another one of my favorites on this soundtrack. So uh, from there, let's go ahead and let's move on to our next one. And that is The Depths.
So the depths isn't quite as evocative as diving is, but it's definitely got a sound that makes you think of it once you get some context for it. It makes sense that you're diving deeper so the music's tone and just vibe in general kind of goes down to match it as well. I've really got no clever segue for this next one, much like every other one I've done so far, but let's go ahead and let's move on to, uh, let's say, an oddity in this soundtrack, and that is the shop music. This thing almost seems like overkill. I mean, it's not Pictionary for NES title screen overkill, but Dean Evans definitely seems to have overdid it a little bit for this one. I don't mean that it's too much for what it's for, but that it's too good for what it's for. It doesn't have a real hook to it, but it's just really well composed. And you think about the shop music for Waterworld, you know, you're not expecting something this good, I guess? I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I feel like this soundtrack makes no sense whatsoever, much like the Pictionary for the NES soundtrack at all. Um, it's just one of those oddities that you're like, why is the soundtrack so good for this game? And we'll just leave the quality of the game at that, right? Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to something with a little bit more of a hook to it. Here's Mission Theme 3.
Mission Theme 3 has got a really good beat to it with some nice percussion to keep the beat moving along and a catchy breakdown kind of eh, like a third of the way through it um, that goes some places. There's a lot to like about this whole thing. I really dig it when Dean does some stuff with more of a driving beat to it, and we don't get a whole lot of that in this soundtrack. So anyway, uh, can, kind of keeping with that vibe, let's go ahead and let's move on to final mission. Final mission theme has a vibe that kind of seems like it builds on the mission three theme. It's got a remarkable, like sinister sound to it. That vibe in this one is really strong and I'm kind of here for it. I wish there was a little bit more meat on the bone to chew on for this one, but we've got what we've got. And that's what we're kind of going to get with the final three tracks as well. All a little on the brief side, but still definitely worth a listen. So let's go ahead and let's tone things back down a little bit with the scores theme. I guess this is just where you see the scores. I don't know how you get a score in this game. I haven't really bothered playing it. I just watched it a little bit and yeah, anyway, it seems a real kind of bleh. Anyway, uh, here's scores. Another nice little piece you could kind of nod off to practically. You could put this one on a loop and just kind of zone out forever to it. So um, when Dean Evans put the soundtrack on his YouTube channel, which I'll link to in the show notes, he added a couple of unused tracks to it. So let's go ahead and let's wrap up with those. First up is Unused Song 1.
I really dig the way this one sort of evokes Dennis Hopper coming at you. It's a little intimidating and makes me think of looking up out on the horizon and seeing some of his smokers coming to pillage your little outpost. It's got a definite, oh shit, feel to it if you know what I mean. And finally, the last of the unused tracks and the one we're going to be closing out with today is Unused Song 2. This one is way more laid back than the previous one. It feels almost like a game over screen of sorts. Something to look at like on a splash screen. Oh god, did I really just say that? Okay, whether or not that was the last track, I think I need to stop after this one because I just made that terrible, terrible, unintentional pun. I'm obviously tired and should not be talking anymore. So, anyway, thanks for uh, kind of sticking with me. I know I had a couple months here where I took off. It's been interesting and uh, if you follow me on twitter you may have seen i had a little bit of a not mental breakdown but a little bit of an emotional mental breakdown of sorts so i needed some time away and uh, just uh, getting how did this get played kind of in my life uh kind of brought this soundtrack up and i was like you know what nah, this is this is going to be what i'm doing this is how i'm bringing this show back so anyway i've got the next few planned out and scripted out and everything so we should be kind of rolling right along after this so thanks for uh, thanks for Believing in me? I don't know if you really believe in me, but hey, you're listening to this, so I guess you sort of do anyway. So, anyway, as usual, you can follow the show at Robbie Hill Podcast. You can follow me at Jason Ariola. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk and go ahead and chip in a few bucks over there for some bonus episodes of this show, bonus segments of Multimedia Fail Year. <laughs> Multimedia Failure, geez, I can't talk. Um, I did another podcast last night, and I'm kind of like maybe in a stumbling mode of sorts. I don't know. Anyway, I just had a guest on over there, and that episode won't be out for mm, three weeks after this one airs. Yeah, three weeks after this airs. But it was a big guest for me. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to blow the surprise who it is, but uh, for me it was a pretty big deal, and I was kind of surprised he said yes and agreed to it, and it was a lot of fun. So anyway, um, you'll get early access to that if you go and chip in and you know $5 at patreon.com slash games and junk and also if you chip in you also get a higher quality audio feed which is important for this show because you get all of uh you know stuff like dean evans music in better quality audio and you also get a shout out on the show so i want to shout out to john lucero vanessa cahill josh carpenter and alex messenger alex i haven't forgotten about you actually as soon as i get done with this i am posting this thing i'm going to message you and we're going to hash out what we were talking about i yeah. Hi. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> so, again, I want to thank you for listening to Rocket with Your Cardo. I really appreciate it. And I don't want to say things are going to change a little bit on the show, but 
I've got a little something planned to keep things a little bit more different, a little bit more fun. Uh, we'll see how that goes and see how long I can keep it up, but I think it might make things a little bit more fun to listen to outside of me kind of chiming in for three or four seconds in between songs because it feels like I don't really have a whole lot to say these days and I thought maybe having something else to bounce off of might do the trick so at least kind of get me back in the mode for doing this thing so anyway uh, thanks for listening again and I will talk to you guys in two weeks great I knew that groove was in your heart